Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is April 10th, 2023, and I'm your host, William Harris, aka William is Bill. The season has just ended. We have finally gotten here. The rookie recap, here it is. Let's get straight into the all rookie first and second team predictions from my point of view. And let's just get straight to it like it's nothing to it. So for my all-rookie second team predictions, first, let's start off with, they're not technically in order, but I'm going to start with Jeremy Sohan. Jeremy Sohan, you know, throughout the year, he's, uh, the end of the year, he's had a little knee pain and issues that's caused him to miss a lot of February and pretty much all of March, but still had a stellar rookie season. His career high was 30 points. He had 13 rebounds in one of his last games of the season. And, you know, for the Spurs, he pretty much started all year. And that's rare for a rookie. He broke multiple rookie records for the Spurs. Hell of a season. Throughout 56 games, he scored 11 points per game, five boards, two and a half assists, almost a steal per game, 0.4 blocks per game. So I wish he wouldn't have gotten hurt at the end. I mean, he probably would have put up monster numbers because a lot of Younger rookie, first few year level players, even G League players are putting up tremendous numbers uh, right now. But I think he still did enough to make that second team all rookie. There are some honorable mention guys that I will get into later, but Jeremy Sohan just made the cut for me. Now, next, we're going to go with Andrew Nimhard for the Pacers. He averaged nine points per game. Two and a half boards, four and a half assists, one steal per game. Hell of a rookie season. Kind of unexpected. I don't think most people thought Nimhart would be the rookie for the Pacers. That was uh, so surprising. Uh, you know, they had three great selections. But Andrew Nimhart, since March 9th, you know, the last 16 games, all of his games were in double figures except for two. He had a career high this year with 31 points and a career high an assist with 15. That was on March 29th. And I mean, that was just incredible, especially that game he had against the Warriors, against Steph. He showed that he's not just a backup point guard in this league that will get you, you know, 10 points, eight assists, five boards. You know, he showed that he is capable of more. So very impressed with Andrew Nimhard this year. Next, we're going to go with Keegan Murray. Pretty much played all games this year. Average 12 points per game, four, four and a half boards, one assist, almost one steal, and half of a block per game. And obviously, you know, he is with the Sacramento Kings, who finally made their first playoff push this year. He was a part of it, very consistent all year. Had a career-high 30 points back in February. He had a career-high 14 rebounds in January. And, I mean, he's really fit right in, been very impressive with the Kings, and you can only imagine his statistics and career trajectory is going to go up. That was in 30 minutes per game, but eventually when they move on from Harrison Barnes uh, and King and Murray just continues to get better, the minutes will go up, the shot attempts will go up, and his future is very bright. Next, we're going to go with Jabari Smith for the Houston Rockets. Jabari Smith, one of my favorites in this draft class. Average almost 13 points per game. Pretty much played every game this year, 78 games. 
and average seven boards per game, one assist, 0.6 steals, and one block per game. He struggled a little bit early on in the season, but he picked it up toward the end, had a career-high 30 points in March, career-high 15 rebounds in November. And I think he's on his way to putting it all together. And next year should be a real bright spot for Jabari Smith. It will be interesting to see who they select in the draft, what pick they have for the Rockets, because that could impact his minutes and shot attempts next year. Like, say, if they were to get Wimbyama. Um, But I think Jabari is still going to be just fine. Hopefully they get a more traditional point guard, but we will see. It's, It's still a long way away. That doesn't take anything away from Jabari Smith's talent. And he still makes the second all-rookie team for me. Next, we have Jalen Duran, the big man for the Pistons. Played 66 games, averaged nine points, almost nine rebounds, one assist, almost one steal, and one block per game. And he really did this in spite of his coach, you can say. (laughs) You know, early on, he was, you know, kind of struggling to get the minutes he deserved. They were playing a lot of guys, Nerlis Noel, You know, uh, at the end of the season, James Wiseman, uh, all type of centers I can't even remember right now. But Jalen Duran had a career-high 30 points in February, career-high 18 boards in December. And in the last game of the year, he had four blocks. Uh, No, the 18 boards was in December and in the last game of the year. So he had that multiple times. He had a career-high four blocks in February and his offensive game is still not there. For, so for him to have his thirty, have a 30-point game, that just goes to show you what he can be, and especially if the Pistons don't get in his way. You know, Dwayne Casey is out. He is a traditional old-school coach that likes to play veterans. Jalen Duran should be the starter next year for this team and can't wait to see what he does with the Pistons. He's easily a top center in this draft class with potential to be all-star level, you know, dominant. We will see what happens. So that is my second team all-rookie predictions. Let me know if you agree or who did I leave off, you know. So going over it one more time, Jeremy Sohan, Andrew Nimhard, Keegan Murray, Jabari Smith, Jalen Duran. Now let's get to that first team. Here are my all-rookie first team predictions. Let's start with Walker Kessler. Big man for the Utah Jazz, heck of a season, incredible shot blocker that carried on from college. We were not sure if it would. It did. In 23 minutes per game, he averaged nine points, 8.4 boards, almost one assist, 0.4 steals, but 2.3 blocks per game. He is your leader in blocks for rookies. Uh, Just put up some crazy stats this year for the Jazz. As soon as he got traded from Minnesota to Utah, it was kind of like, oh, he might be better than we thought. Because when he went to Minnesota in the draft, it was like, he's not going to play much. Then he goes to Utah, it's like, whoa, unlimited minutes. Toward the end of the year, that started to truly show itself. His uh, career high was 31. That was just last week. (laughs) His career high was 21 rebounds in January. And that was when the world took notice. That was in his 2020 game. Everyone saw what he could do, and they were like, oh, my. Uh, Maybe uh, the Timberwolves made a mistake and traded him for Rudy Gobert, plus picks. So, but since then, I mean, he's been up, up, up. 
and he had a career high seven blocks, not just once, not just twice, not just three times. This man had seven blocks in four different games this year. Walker Kessler, incredible rookie season. I mean, starting center for the Jazz for as long as he wants to be, probably. I mean, just insane production his rookie year. I did not see it coming. I had him as a guy that should be a second-round pick or barely drafted. And look at him, first team, all-rookie. Can't hate. Next, we have Jaden Ivey. Jaden Ivey is the third leading scorer from the rookies with 16.3 points per game, had four rebounds per game, five assists per game, almost a steal per game. Jaden Ivey, you don't really know how his season would have went if Paolo, I mean, if uh, Kate Cunningham would have been there all year. But I think this possibly will help him. You know, his career high was 32 points. That was two weeks ago. He's had three 30-plus point games all year. That's really good, in my opinion. He had a career-high 13 assists in early March, and he had a career-high four steals in November. He himself admitted he liked playing with Cade better than not. (laughs) And, I mean, clearly, the more talented players you're around, the better for you and your team. But I think this will help him develop for next season, and then next year he'll be able to Test it out with Cade. He'll know how to play both ways. So I think it may turn out to be a positive. But Jaden Ivey had some rough patches in the beginning. Picked it up at the end as well. First team all-rookie. Next, I have the second leading scorer for rookies, Ben Matherin. You know, he was on pace to be 1A, 1B with the rookie of the year situation with Paolo Bencaro, averaging 16.5 points per game. Four boards, one and a half assists, 0.6 steals, nothing really in the block category. But I'm telling you, Ben Matherin had a truly impressive rookie season. And then, you know, he was in limited minutes. He ended up finishing with 28 minutes per game. But early in the season, those minutes were so low, it was embarrassing because his talent showed he needed to be the starting shooting guard pretty much from day one. But his career high was 30 points in November, which early in the season, I'm saying you have a rookie scoring 30 points early in November, and he still was coming off the bench. So he was a sixth man for the majority of the year. But 30 points, great. Career high, nine boards. And that was twice in the last 10 days he's had nine rebounds. And his career high in assist was in the season finale. He had six. One knock you can say on him is those other categories as far as production. He's mainly a point scorer. But if he gets those rebounds and assists up, steals maybe, uh, he really will transcend to the next level. And I think he will, you know, as long as they have a path for him to start, which he should. I mean, it should be Halliburton and Ben Matherin and the future for the Pacers, no matter who they draft this year, should be bright. Hopefully a small four <laughs> or power four. Just not a shooting guard or point guard. But we will see. I think Ben can play the three if he needs to. Very excited for Ben Matherin's future. Next, we have Jalen Williams from the OKC Thunder. Really, truly came on at the end of the season. Really, second half on. Ended up playing 75 games, 30 minutes per game. And he averaged 14 points per game, four and a half boards, almost three and a half assists, almost one and a half steals, and 0.5 blocks per game. His production is very level and there, just basically there in every category. Like we said, we want Ben's to be. 
Ben is a better scorer, but Jalen Williams is a better all-around player right now. So we want to see Ben catch up in those other categories, and I'm sure Jalen will catch up in points. Only two behind this year. Next year should only be better. We will see. <clears throat> I think he should be starting for this team as a fixture from now on. Okay, see, you know, he also helped them make the play-in game. A lot of people thought they would tank this year, but they have been very impressive with their young talent. And for Jalen Williams, he's, his career high was 32. That was in early March. And, you know, he's, like I said, you way you consider LeBron an all-around player, he said, I'm not a scorer. I'm not a, you know, score-first player. I don't think Jalen Williams is either, but still scored those 32. And in early March, he had... That was in early March. And uh, he had 10 boards last uh, twice last month. So there you go, double digits in rebounds. And he had 11 assists as a career high in November. There you go with double digits in assists. And he had a career high in steals in February with six. This man has six steals in the game. So, I mean, just ridiculous production all around. And just the level of talent, production, consistency, Jalen Williams, Definitely first team all rookie. And last but not least, last but not least, last but not least, <laughs> Paolo Bancaro, the clear favorite for rookie of the year, leading scorer in the rookie category, leading rookie in minutes. Uh, you know, he's up there in most categories. He's uh, fifth in rebounds, third in assist. You know, he's just everywhere. But he played 72 games, averaged 20 points per game as a rookie. Incredible. Seven rebounds per game as a rookie. Incredible. Almost four assists per game. That's great. Almost a steal per game and 0.5 blocks per game. And, you know, the Magic didn't win much this year, but they showed that they have their star franchise player for the future. His career high was 33 back in November. Career high 16 rebounds in that same game which is ridiculous. He had 33 and 16 in one game. <laughs> but his career high in assists was nine. That was in early March. Had a career high of three steals in the game and three blocks, both multiple times. So he's all over the board with stats, productions, and just dominance as a rookie. So, I mean, he's only going to get bigger, stronger, better shooter, all that good stuff. Just this is a amazing rookie class I have to say I mean you know we talked about their career highs and out of all these guys the career high I believe was Paolo with 33 let me double check make sure 33 but neither of these guys had the career high for rookies who was a little trivia for you who had who had the most points by any rookie this year in a game Okay, time's up. <laughs> Pause it if you want to think about it a little longer. But he actually was an undrafted player, and it just happened in the last game of the season. Kenneth Lofton Jr. scored 42 points in the last game of the season. So, I mean, his future's looking bright. He just got converted to a contract from a two-way to a regular contract. Future's bright. Um, So that's my first team, second team, all-rookie prediction. Let me go over that first team one more time. If you're not watching on YouTube. So, Paolo Bancaro, Jalen Williams from OKC, Ben Matherin, Jay Navi, Walker Kessler. I do have some honorable mention fellows. I have to say, Mark Williams for the Hornets. 
He started picking it up at the end of the season. He's not on here solely because his coach hates rookies. If he would have played pretty much anything in the first half of the year, he probably would be on this list. Shaden Sharp truly turned it on at the end of the season. I mean, the Portland Trailblazers kind of tanking a little bit, but Shaden showed impressive game skill um, development coming straight basically from high school. He didn't play at all in college. I thought he wouldn't really play at all this first year in the NBA. I thought he'd be in the G League all season. He pretty much was with the Portland Trailblazers all season. Fit right in with this team, played his role when he needed to, and then stepped up when he needed to. Very impressed from Shaden Sharp. Last but not least, Tari Eason, another category where if he played more, which he should have, he probably would be on one of these lists as well. But he got in where he fit in, stepped up when people were out, and he were able to play more minutes. Uh, he had some real productive games this year as well. So let me know. Like, subscribe, rate, review this video, all that good stuff. But let me know if I left someone off. Uh, my list is totally wrong <laughs> because you're going to critique. If you agree, you probably just won't say anything. I would appreciate the, hey, you did a great job <laughs> comments as well. But thank you all so much for listening. Uh, this is another episode of the Y'all Rookie Podcast. Here we are. And next episode, I'm going to give you my top 20 rookies of the year. Of course, these 10 guys will be on here. But I love covering the whole class, not just the big name. So we're going to give a shout out and some love to the other 10 guys that stepped up this season. And guys, you should look out for for next year. Uh, and I will go to show you right now, this class, everybody's been waiting on next year's class. This class is much more talented than next year's class. That the Wimby Amos draft, this class is better than that class. I mean, in my early on scouting. And uh, we will be getting on to that 2024, 23-24 rookie class. My scouting, my mock drafts, all that stuff will be coming up soon. I have to get this. First rookie, second rookie team product prediction pod out. And then next will be, like I said, top 20 rookies of the year. And then it's on to the next draft class. Thanks for sticking with me. Thanks for listening. Till next time, I'm out of here. Peace.